For those of you who don't know, I am uh, Brian. I am the pastor of student ministries at this church. I'm also a part of the teaching team with Pastor David. And I just wanted to introduce myself to you. I'd love to get to know some of you better. If we haven't been introduced, uh, if you can meet me out on the patio and introduce yourself after service, I'd love to get to know you and your family. So I just encourage you to do that uh, after the service. I wanted to, um, this morning, review quickly uh, what Pastor David talked about last four weeks. It was a phenomenal series talking about the visions, the vision and values of our church, and uh, it was called Illuminate. Who here was, who was here for some of that? Just at least one of those? All right, good. That's great. So a pretty awesome series where uh, Pastor David shared about the vision and values, and uh, every once in a while, um, he uh, needs a break from preaching, and so we let the big gun rest a little bit because uh, he's so hot, he's got to cool down a little bit. And so he calls on me, and so that's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the sidearm. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Stan. So I hope you guys are as excited as I am about the direction of our church and the leadership of Pastor David as he seeks God's will for what we're going to be doing here at Cam Community. And um, David has been sharing his heart and what his, um, how God's uniquely made him, and it matches so well with the heart of our pastoral team here and the heart of the people. And uh, I'm excited to share with you some of the things that he talked about. He talked about the peace of the city the first week. And uh, we followed that up with a school drive. And you guys gave graciously to that. And we were able to bless actually 11 schools because of that. So having community impact, having a heart for the city. Um, You might have noticed if you've heard David preach before that he lifts the Bible up and he holds scripture up here. And I was gonna bring my Bible because it's bigger, but I didn't wanna show him up. And I was afraid I might actually drop it or something because he does this thing where he props it on his fingers and they're impressively long fingers. So I couldn't quite do that the same. I was a little worried. So I left my Bible back in my office. <laughs> I have a Bible, don't worry. So, so David uh, talks about lifting up the value of scripture and that he has nothing good to say without it being straight from scripture. David also talked about the value of growing family deep. My hands aren't big enough to really convey the same thing that he does, but family deep, that's, that's the, the look of family deep, just so you guys know. All right, and that's about a relationship through discipleship. And that's something we value very highly here at Camp CC. Um, David also talked about proclaiming the gospel and having a heart for the lost. And uh, that's always been a thumbprint of this church that we value those who don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And it's our mission to reach out to them and to share the love of Christ with them. So that series that we just ended set the benchmark for where we're going as a church. And I hope, again, that you guys are as excited as I am to be on his team uh, as we seek God's will. These values that Pastor David talked about over those four weeks um, that he presented reflect the biblical values and purposes of the church. And this morning I felt God prompting me to wrap those four messages up with the, the most perfect bow any present could have, and that is the bow of love. And to focus on love this morning. So we're going to be spending our time in 1 John chapter 4, um, the beloved disciple of Jesus, John penned this letter. Love is obviously the common theme in all church endeavors as we strive to be like Jesus. In love, we have a heart for the city. In love, we we love the word, the Bible. 
Uh, we love our church family, and we want to grow a family deep, and we have a love for the lost of this world. Those are all biblical values and purposes of the church. This morning, we're going to highlight a few godly actions that love produces and how love transforms each one of us. Love is the highest value biblically. And we will discover together, together this morning that love is the lifeblood of our Christian faith. When you wake up in the morning tomorrow and you talk with God, my hope that is, as a result of this message is that you would ask him, how can I give love today? That you would ask him, how can I communicate love today? How can I love courageously? Please open your Bibles or Bible apps to 1 John chapter 4. That's where we're going to spend the most of our time this morning over the next 30 minutes. There should be like phones and things opening right now. That's, that's in the notes. That's what should happen right now. My hope, my desire this morning is that God will give each of you and myself some, some chest compressions some chest compressions this morning to get our lifeblood flowing and to breathe new life into our relationship with our God, that he would resuscitate and renew and refresh our love for him, that uh, we'd go into this week feeling, feeling that, feeling like he's given us a charge. And I think every Sunday that should be the feeling that we strive for. So godly actions that love produces. Love gives. Love gives. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not lo love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Amen. God is love. He sent his son his one and only son. He lovingly sent his son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Verse 10 in the ESV where it says, as an atoning sacrifice. In the ESV it's translated to be the propitiation. The propitiation. That's a wonderful seminary word that not everyone knows. Makes you feel smarter when you do know it. So I'm, I'm going to give it all to you right now, and we'll all be right there on the same playing field. In simplest terms, propitiation means to appease the wrath of God. To appease the wrath of God. Jesus Christ is the propitiation. Because by his becoming our substitute and assuming our obligations and making amends for our guilt, he covered our sin and the repercussions of our sin, by enduring punishment, punishment that we deserved for our failures, for our sins, for our transgressions. Propitiation is substitutionary atonement, which is the gospel. Jesus took upon himself our punishment because of his perfect love. This is the good news. 
This is love. Like the famous verse John 3.16 stated, God loved people so much that he gave his one and only son. That's how much God loves you and me. Check out verse 12 that we just read. God lives in us. So God gave his son for us. And then it says here in verse 12, God lives in us. Whoever believes in Jesus as their Lord and Savior, he gives the Holy Spirit to them. He gave his one and only son, and then he gives the Holy Spirit to those who believe in him. You hear that? Love gives. Love gave his only son, his lifeblood for the world. And if we would just believe in Jesus as our Savior, he gives us the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, Christ himself. And out of the security and assurance of our eternal salvation, we can act differently. We can stop acting selfishly and start acting selflessly. We can move with the knowledge of, of the love of Jesus Christ and what he did for us, that he died as a propitiation for us. We can change how we live. We can act differently from selfish to selfless. God is doing a transformative work in his people. Some people like myself, it's a little bit slower. Some it's a little quicker. When we receive the gift of love, we start to become ambassadors of his love to those around us. That's just part of being a Christian. When we receive this love and we really understand that we are loved by our creator so much that he gave his one and only son, then we become ambassadors of that love to the world. My question right now is, do you feel this morning like an ambassador of love? 